Okay, first off, burning hot tea on your leg, 10 out of 10, don't recommend. Um, that is that. But on today's episode, as you saw in the title, today's conversation will be about my first love, my first love and how it has impacted me greatly. And I just wanted to just peel back the layers of what that looks like with y'all and just share some real moments of reflection. So with that being said, tune in, take note and get ready. Whether knowingly or unknowingly, is the trauma you've experienced holding you captive? Or you're struggling with confidence in your identity in Christ? Or are you tired of being the superhero in everyone else's life except your own? Then sis, this podcast is for you. Here on Boundaries for Believers, you will find practical solutions that free from self-sabotage, your inner critic, and that drama that you volunteered yourself to be in. Hey beloveds, I'm your host. Zipporah Adatolowa, a believer, wife, social worker, and a lover of all things old Hollywood. As a recovering people pleaser and former woe is me candidate, I've been there, you're not alone, and I'm on this journey with you. With that being said, grab your mug for that coffee or tea, or if you're feeling inclined for some wine, let's cheers on three. Okay, before we get into a deep dive about today's conversation, I wanted to bring to your attention about a podcast bootcamp opportunity. So that is with the amazing mentor bestie that has helped me out, Steph Gass. So Steph Gass, she has been in the business for way over five years plus, and she knows her stuff. So within her free bootcamp program that she's offering, she's helping people understand how to define their niche, build their community, and share what's on their heart authentically and effectively. So it is a podcast treat if you are interested in investing in yours. So with that being said, check out the link that I'll provide in the show notes. Before I get ahead of myself, I do want to check in with those who acknowledge Valentine's Day and those who just felt like it was an ordinary day. I want to know your thoughts and feel free to contact me via DM on Instagram at Boundaries for Believers. I want to know all the things, whether you celebrated it or not. But regardless of how the day went, the love of God is constant and it remains and his love is ongoing through the end of time. So just know that you are loved, you are seen, and you are valued. Okay, if you haven't guessed it yet, who I'm referring to as my first love is Jesus, y'all. It is Jesus. And the last few days, I've just been reflecting on just how I've been feeling lately. And in this season of love, there can be joys, there can be sadness, there can be an array of emotions. And I just wanted to just be honest and have just an honest um, reflection moment with you just about what I've been feeling lately. So yes, lately I've been feeling like myrrh. Whatever feeling that is, that is how I've been feeling. It may be premenstrual, it may be onset... um, you know, that's pretty much what it may be. Um, but in short, it's been causing irritability, um, being a bit snappy and patient, and it's just not a good look for myself, nor the people, the loved ones that I care about. So if y'all listening, my, my loved ones out there, I genuinely apologize outside of, you know, our real conversations, real time. 
But in short, I saw the pattern of what was actually impacting this. And the day before Valentine's Day, I was just driving. I don't know. Oh, I was driving from um, the grocery store, driving from Kroger. And on my way home, I was just thinking about, okay, this is a season of love. How great. Going to spend time with mom on Valentine's Day. Going to spend time with my husband on Valentine's Day. We made plans. But I realized that I've just been going through the motions lately and not being fully present. Um, and that's just been impacting the way that I show up. And don't get me wrong, I genuinely wanted to spend time with my loved ones and I was excited for the plans that we had. But I just could not shrug off what I was still feeling. And there was this moment as I'm thinking about love, the season of love, and then the phrase first love came to mind. It landed on my heart and then the flood of tears shortly followed because I realized that my first love was the one I ignored. My first love was the one that I disregarded. My first love was the one that I was not spending genuine time with. The love of Jesus, my Abba, the one who has consistently showed up, the one that has loved me in spite of me turning away and just pursuing other things, putting other moments or scenarios or situations or people over him. And I saw that I was feeling depleted. I was feeling drained because I desired to feel and to be filled by my Abba and no other thing and no other person would do and so at that very moment during that car ride I was like thank you Jesus I found the mystery it was not my menstrual <laughs> it was not the menstrual hey maybe but I knew without a shadow of doubt that it was me missing time with spending time with my creator and that led me to think about when I was first introduced to this beautiful book in the Bible, um, Hosea, and I love the story of Hosea and I haven't um, checked it out in a minute. So I was like, what a fun way for me to share with y'all um, how Hosea came to mind, how I was introduced to Hosea um, a few years back and what the beauty of the book means context to this background of the book of Hosea, the chapters depict God's love for the people of Israel. The first three chapters draws the parallel relationship of Jesus's pursuit for his bride as an us his people, and a man named Hosea called to marry a woman named Gomer. Now Gomer, she's a prostitute, and this was not a mystery to God, nor Hosea, who was told to, by God to marry her. And y'all, it is such a powerful text as it truly highlights what faithfulness looks like and what it's not. But most importantly, it, it really shows God's relentless beckoning and pursuit for his people. I was introduced to this book in a community group during undergrad. My first response was, oh, this would be great study for so-and-so. <laughs> not realizing in my judgment, I was indeed so-and-so. I was indeed the prostitute that was mentioned. When I later did a study on my own, a few verses in particular stood out. And this is what I wanted to share with y'all. In hopes that you will carve out time to spend with your Abba, spend with God, and really enjoy your first love. 
But of course, there's so much to unpack in Hosea. I only want to share a few verses that really just struck my soul. <laughs> so this is through Hosea 2, 13 through 20. So leading up to chapter 2, verse 13, the story right here is Gomer, the prostitute, the, the wife, she has spent numerous times, numerous moments with other men outside of her marriage um, where children were born um, from those relationships. She's pursuing, you know, gifts from these individuals. And then she finally realized that enough is enough and she no longer was getting satisfaction from these individuals. And so during that time, that is where this verse starts with. Again, chapter 2, verse 13. And it reads, And went after her lovers and forgot about me, declares the Lord. Therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into wilderness and speak tenderly to her. And there I will give her her vineyards and make a valley of acre, which is a valley of trouble, a door of hope. And there she shall answer as in the days of her youth at that time when she came out of land of Egypt. And y'all, it doesn't stop there. It gets even better by skipping a few lines ahead at verse 19. And I will betroth you to me forever. I will betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice, in steadfast love and in mercy. I will betroth you to me in faithfulness and you shall know the Lord. And I remember, I'm like, well, I had to look up what the word betrothed was. I'm like, what is betrothed? And it means married. It means to be wedded. And so right here, God is concealing his covenant with her, even with her adulterous ways, even with her pursuits after other lovers and, you know, continuously sought validation elsewhere and wanted to be known by other things or prioritize other matters. God could have easily you know, remains upset and hurt and could have just punished her, but he didn't. He turned around and said, I will not just allure you into the wilderness and for you to be by yourself. I will allure you to the wilderness to speak tenderly to you, to remind you that it's you and I. It's you and I. And that is the thing I want us to hold on to. Not just in this season, the season of love, but in all the days of our lives. So I pose the question to you. When you sense God beckoning, how do you choose to yield? Thanks for tuning in today. Whether this episode lightened your load, pulled on those heartstrings, or reinforced those boundaries, then sis, I'd love if you were to share this with a friend or left a written review on Apple Podcast. But if you want to continue this conversation with my trauma-informed life coaching services, then I invite you to check out the link in the show notes so I can best support you. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Boundaries for Believers. And see you next time, beloveds. Be blessed, be real, and go out there and redefine your boundaries. <laughs>